The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey everyone, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. We are doing a solo episode with me, your host, Haley, and I'm going to be doing a thorough episode about the very, very beginning of my job search. When I did my INBDE results video, I also titled it, And What's Next? So I talked a little bit about starting my job search for an associate position as a general dentist for when I graduate in a year and and licensed in a little over a year. So we're going to get into my first office visit that I did or interview, I guess you could call it, but that's not really how it works in dentistry for the most part from my experience. And then I'm going to answer some questions that you all sent in on Instagram. And lastly, go through how I'm comparing and contrasting offices and where you can find leads on different jobs. So lots of good info in this episode and there's going to be multiple more. Not sure how many because it's going to depend how long this process takes for me to solidify which practice I want to work at, but there's going to be many parts. So that's why this one is titled part one. So keep coming back week to week to get updates as my D4 year goes on. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is very real-time information you're all getting because I'm recording this the night before the episode goes up. I've been putting it off like all weekend because I just didn't feel like I had my thoughts collected to give you updates and give you advice and opinions, but I think that's part of the reason that this is so beneficial because it's real-time, it's honest about how... From my perspective, the process is for finding your first associate job. It's super different depending on what kind of limitations you have. If you need or really won't budge on location or something, if you have family or a partner and you just need to be in a specific place, it's kind of different problems you'd encounter than what I'm encountering. And as I talk to people about things and try to vent and think and think through my own feelings, it's really apparent to me that all of the things that might be holding me back or feel off are still positive things. So I just want to preface with the fact that whatever I say throughout these episodes of the job search, I'm very, very grateful for all the opportunities that have come my way and probably will come my way and for you all as a community and my community through my other platforms. And I just want to preface with that, that I recognize that these are good problems to have, but it doesn't 
change the fact that I still feel how I feel. So (laughs) just to preface with that and also to say that I'm going to keep things vague in terms of locations and specific details about any of the practices that I visit and I'm going to kind of mention. You won't really know where I'm mentioning just for purpose of safety and professionalism, but I do want to share my honest feelings and any advice as I go through the process for anyone that's going to be going through this in the future. So the main thing is I have noticed a dramatic change in assurance and confidence with what I wanted, how I feel, how I felt about different opportunities that I knew I was going to get to pursue this summer. If you listened at the end of the INBDE episode, I basically said, and I can read it because I'm looking at my notes from that episode, it took a lot of soul searching and kind of forward thinking and talking to trusted loved ones to consider an opportunity that was out of my comfort zone. And I had this realization that I was living in a fear and living in kind of a scarcity mentality that I had to work at a practice closer to where I grew up, where I'm more familiar and was just expecting to make compromises in order to be in a location that I thought I would want to practice in long term. So it made sense to start in a practice in that specific specific location. But then what I wrote and talked about the last episode is that if this opportunity that I did recently pursue works out or something similar that's actually what I wanted and I was so sure that this opportunity or something similar was what I wanted because it would be pushing me more clinically I would learn so much more I'd become such a better skilled dentist and have more opportunity in the future because of the skills and the finances that I would develop by working somewhere that was outside of my comfort zone and away from home, away from areas that I was familiar with. But (laughs) after the visit, I am just really torn. I literally, like no joke, had the best experience. I felt so comfortable. The entire team was amazing. The owner was amazing. It is exactly what I thought it would be from a long phone conversation that I had previously had with the owner doctor that's hiring. That's usually how it works is you have a phone call, especially if it's not that local of an office to you, kind of like a screening call, just get to know each other, talk about expectations from both parties, you and the owner doctor that's hiring, and you could get into compensation benefits, things like that, scope of procedures you do. Like It kind of depends, I think, on the doctor how open they're going to be about that stuff up front but then you if you two agree and you like each other and you want to keep moving forward you'd go check out the office and it's best to check it out on a day that they're actually working which is why I visited this office months months after the phone call because that was the first day I could leave clinic and go to this office when they were actually open so I made a whole weekend out of it and I visited the town And spent the weekend there with my boyfriend. We got an Airbnb. We had a great time exploring. And it is like considered, I guess, a more rural area. But it's also kind of touristy because it's on Lake Michigan. So there's beautiful beaches and hiking and 
markets and breweries and restaurants and wineries and all these things that are great for most of the year but I think the winter would be challenging but I live in Michigan anyways and I'm most likely gonna stay in Michigan we'll see so I never really do much in the winter so it's not like it would be all that different but basically I had an incredible time at the office it was everything I thought it would be it was exactly met met and exceeded all my expectations I was very very pleased with everything there's a lot of great technology a huge patient base a wide range of procedures that I would get to do and eventually learn more complicated ones great opportunity for mentorship like all these check boxes are checked but I had this feeling or lack of feeling I think is what's holding me back I didn't have this feeling let's do it this is the one this is perfect and that's where I have this kind of roadblock in my head of why do I not have that kind of feeling when it feels like it's checking every single box of what I could want and I think it's just regressing in that confidence that I previously had that I need to get outside of my comfort zone. I think my natural tendencies to retreat back into my comfort zone have been kind of taking over lately and it's I felt super comfortable there and we explored like more residential areas like could we see ourselves living here checked out like the stores just like local hangouts like do we like the community and we literally loved it so I don't understand why I feel the way I do but I'm just being like honest with you all and it's not even that I feel negatively like oh I for sure don't want to do it like I'm still very likely that I would want to pursue this opportunity and work there but I just don't know why I don't have that like little feeling inside like when I knew I want to be a dentist like I think I'm hoping for that kind of feeling to pop up but I also want to be realistic with myself that this isn't the practice that I'm putting a million dollar loan into and buying and betting my whole life and my family's well-being financially on Like, it's not that deep. It's my first ever job as a dentist, and I hope wherever I go, it works out great and I have a great experience, but I don't think it needs to be as deep as I naturally have a tendency to make things, but it's hard to shift your natural tendencies and to sometimes work through your own mental blocks, and that's kind of where I am. But (laughs) I also want to give, like, a story time quickly to kind of explain in different terms how I'm feeling (laughs) so back D2 year at NLC for ASDA in Chicago I went to get breakfast with one of the guys from our school that was in the chapter with us so this student is doing HPSP through the Navy I believe or some branch doesn't particularly matter but basically When you do that, they're paying for your school and a living stipend, and then you repay them with X amount of years of service as a dentist, and you get to kind of rank the different bases you'd want to go to, and then they assign you to one. And it may or may not be the one you ranked first. And we were talking about that, and I was talking about maybe where I want to work, where I want to live, and that I want to be an associate right out of school, that I don't want to do any kind of general practice residency or advanced education in general dentistry. I just want to work and take CE and grow from that kind of a setting. And that I was so excited to be able to just go where I want and get started right away in the area that I want to own a practice, which again, 
as I've mentioned before, I really thought was going to be back in like Detroit area, like 100%. I never thought of realistically going anywhere else because I thought I knew that's exactly where I wanted to live like forever, forever. But then he was explaining like his side and how he really liked not having to make that big, scary, daunting decision of like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to be for the next three, four years, let alone like a lifetime? And I think now that I'm facing that kind of decision, I can really resonate with how he was feeling that he's grateful he doesn't have to actually decide it for himself. Like at the end of the day, he'll give his input, but someone's going to tell him, you show up here, this is your job. And it's kind of all settled for him. And I'm sitting here wishing (laughs) me and I wish someone could just tell me what to do or where to go. And it's stressful in a way. And I know it's great to have opportunities, but it's hard to know what's right and I just wish someone would put the thing in front of me and say this is the one this is what's going to work out this is what you're meant to do and I have to hope and believe again as also you all know I'm a Christian um, that God will help guide me towards the right path for again it's not like it's forever it's just a stepping stone but I'm trying to lean into some of that discernment too and try to figure that out through faith as well. So I did want to mention that, but I think it's just going to be a bit of a journey. I'm hoping to have it all figured out by like late fall. I'd really love to have a contract signed by then. I think previously I was saying early fall, but now I'm thinking late fall because it just seems so daunting to decide because there's so many great opportunities and areas like I'm looking at all these different practices that I see listings for and maybe I've done phone calls with some of them or and I'm planning to visit or something and I look on the map and there's all these great communities and places I could see us living within 20-30 minute drive of each office and they all seem like they could be really good so it's so hard like how do you decide So (laughs) I did make a spreadsheet knowing me (laughs) comparing things. I'm going to talk to you all about what's in that spreadsheet and how I'm planning to use it. And then we will get a little bit more into how I've been finding these opportunities. And then lastly, we'll do the Q&A of me answering the questions you all sent in. So talking about how I'm planning, at least once I have more office visits to compare practices, I've only done one office visit. I've done maybe like five phone calls or the office I'm visiting in June was like an in-person connection and then they asked me to come check out the office, but I've only visited one of those other phone calls I've had and I'm planning to visit one more so far so three total that I'm actually like genuinely genuinely want to check out and interested in so I made this spreadsheet after my visit on Monday and the couple premise of it is that it's a pros column and a cons column I got this template off of Google it's a Google Sheets template and then I kind of changed it to be dental related but essentially Every single category that I put under pros and every single category under cons, then you can give it a value of 0 to 10, and then it totals up how many points for pros and how many points for cons. So 
the more pros something has, the better it is. The lower the score is for cons, also the better it is. And then I can compare once I fill this out for each office. I think that'll help give me hopefully some peace of mind that like this is the right thing. Or I mean, a lot of life is like intuitive gut feeling. So even if something has like a better score, that doesn't automatically mean I'm going to go with it because gut feeling is important as well. But since I've only had one in-person visit, I've only filled it out for one office. And some of the categories, I'll just read them all. I might tweak it, obviously, once I see more places, if there's other factors I think are worth comparing. But these were just the ones I could think of off the top of my head. So these are pros. So the higher number would be a better thing about this opportunity. First is like practice size, patient base, office feel, compensation, advanced procedures, technology, budget for CE, the team, the owner, work hours, business training, and then we kind of get outside of the practice and just like the place. So then there's things to do, diversity of the community, friendliness of the community, my boyfriend's rating, I gave him his own column because he's going to be relocating with me. So I want to make sure that his opinion is heard. And then these are back more towards the practice. Then we have ownership potential, which again, I'm not even necessarily sure that I want if it's like, I'm not dedicating that I'm going to move to this place for the rest of my life, you know, but it's good to know if there is ownership potential there or not. And then the last three things I have are mentorship, benefits, and signing bonus and then in the cons column I don't have quite as many categories because I mean if something's like low on technology it brings down the pros score but it doesn't affect the cons even though like low bad technology would be a con I hope that makes sense it'd be easier if you guys could see the sheet maybe once I actually go through all the practices I can like clear it out and make it like a template and share it with you guys so for cons I have distance from family so again, if that's a lower number, then it's better. And then traffic, <laughs> kind of silly, but that's one thing my boyfriend and I like about the west side of Michigan, these more smaller communities compared to Detroit area is it's way less busy and it's not as hectic getting around everywhere. Other thing is crime rate, like safety, housing cost. So literally how much the rentals are, how much it costs to buy something that we'd be maybe considering as like a starter home, the moving expenses. So that's more so distance as well. Like how much is it going to cost to pick up and move all of our stuff, however far this place is, and then living expenses, which are pretty different than housing expenses. As you know, housing is crazy right now in a lot of places, but living expenses can really vary more so from region to region like within a state or something so that's how I'm comparing offices and the next time I have it planned in my podcast calendar that you'll be getting an update is after I visit the next office I have planned which is early June so that one like I said I connected with this person in person in real life at that dental nachos conference in Philadelphia and it's an incredible opportunity as well so that's one of the things I've been driving myself crazy over trying to figure out again what is this mental block that I have and I think it could be the fact that I know I still have a couple other things to check out so my mind's not getting so excited and all in about the first practice I saw because I know I still have some other things lined up to check out first so I'm hoping that once I've checked out 
the few things that I felt could be a good fit and were worth pursuing that I have a better idea. Like I'm really crossing my fingers, but at this point, like I honestly don't know how I'm ever going to feel sure in my decision and make up my mind. Like I, I don't know, this past couple weeks have just had a lot of doubt and just confusion because I thought I was so sure in what I wanted and now I just I don't know and sorry if you hear my roommate's puppy squeaking on her toy hopefully um it's not too loud and I don't think I mentioned this opportunity I'm seeing in June is out of state it's not in Michigan and I never thought I'd actually consider anything out of state originally I had put for the ADA practice transitions that I was also looking in the Madison Wisconsin area because that's where my sister is currently located but I quickly decided I just don't want to move outside of Michigan, at least as of now. So then I told them to stop sending me opportunities there. But then this in-person connection came up for a different state, and I'm just going to go check it out and see what it's all about because I think it would be silly not to because it is a really, really cool opportunity. And the other offices, one I connected with from DDS Match, and then another one was on Indeed. And I guess I can just mention that now, like, where do you find these opportunities? I've literally found them picked here, 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 and there, here, and there from all of these different places. So I don't see why you wouldn't make a profile on all of these places because there's different opportunities on them all. So first is the ADA practice transitions. That one's a little more intensive. You have to fill out more stuff, but I think it gives you a really genuine match in terms of philosophy of patient care. I think you're going to find more rural offices on there, not so much like metropolitan areas, but rural doesn't necessarily in my mind mean like farmland. I'm just talking like smaller communities, maybe 30 minutes to an hour outside of like a major city. That's what I noticed from the opportunities coming up on those pages. And honestly, those are people more open to recent grads anyways. And I'm going to talk about that more in the Q&A. So I don't want to spoil that discussion quite yet. And then Indeed, same with LinkedIn. They also have good ways for you to apply to jobs. And I've seen listings on there that I've applied to. And then I mentioned DDS Match, which is a website. And that I definitely see a lot more metropolitan listings, like major cities that you might be more interested in if that's kind of your vibe. But again, they might not be interested in new grads, but they might. So it's always worth throwing your hat in the ring you know and then the other place is dentist job connect is another website that i see practice listings on all the time for high paying roles so definitely worth checking out and putting on like their notifications for all of these websites to send you postings for the areas that you're interested in as they come up and this is the part where you all come in because these are the questions you asked me on instagram and if you're not following, make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram at Dental Download Podcast. But I actually asked these questions on my Instagram page at Haley Schultz Dental. So make sure you're following both so you're fully, fully in the know. And while we're in the middle of the episode, I'm just going to say, please give the podcast five stars if you enjoy listening to me and the guests that I bring on. It really helps a lot. And I recently did a poll of how did people find out about the podcast and way more people than I thought it popped up on their page like as recommended which means that the more that you all give the show good rankings the more that that can happen and we can reach more people and help more people so I really appreciate that but in terms of Q&A one person asked how do you show your skill set or like explain to them your skills as a new grad what do you put on your resume or CV I don't use a CV I use a resume so just a one sheet summary 
and I'll probably do a full episode about this as I get closer to ending off my search journey, but for a couple things, and again, I'm obviously just a peer of yours, I'm no expert, but I would say highlight your clinical experiences in dental school because you're applying for a clinical position. So you want to talk about the scope of procedures that you've done, rotations that you've gone on through the different specialties or anything, any externships you may have done, the volume of patients that you've seen, any complex cases. You can kind of mention all of that. The next question was, is it really true that you can find a lot better opportunities in rural communities versus urban and like how much better? So I think it really depends on like your region of the country and like what you consider urban versus rural because again this area I visited I wouldn't necessarily call it rural per se more just like a small community but and I know people that live more out in other small communities and they consider where I'm from the city when to me it's like suburban suburban There's no big like skyscrapers or anything where I'm from. It's just busier because it's more populated. But I still know people from the small towns call it the city and I hate going to the city and having to drive with all the people. So it literally just depends where you're from and your kind of scale. And then also certain areas of the country like California, it's way more expensive in those urban environments than even Grand Rapids or Detroit out here in Michigan, some of our big cities. It's still less expensive than something like San Francisco, for example. But in general, the rumors are true from what I've heard from the recent graduates, the few classes above me. You make more money in smaller communities, more rural communities, for the most part. Obviously, do your due diligence before you would agree to work anywhere. But generally speaking, how it works is that there's less dentists per mileage in these areas. So patients travel from a longer distance to see these practices. So there's a larger patient base and usually more need. So then you're making more money because there's more patients and you have a busier schedule. On top of that, it's sometimes less desirable for people to move to these locations So sometimes these offices will offer moving stipends, bigger bonuses, a higher daily rate guarantee just to make you feel more enticed and comfortable moving out there. And for me, I've noticed a lot of these offices that are more in small communities, they seem to have a wider range of procedures, more technology, and that is likely because there's not as many specialists in the area. So they're trying to do more dentistry and have a need for more dentistry in their practice than someone in a really populated area where you see five dentists right on the same street right by each other there's not so much demand and there's all the specialists but when there's not that around they're doing a lot more diversity of procedures which if you want to get a lot of exposure and practice in different advanced procedures as a new grad like I do I think that's something to consider Another person asked about red flags, and I love the idea of doing a whole episode about red flags in your job search, so I'm going to keep that as something in my toolbox for a future episode, and you all can just look forward to that. And then the last question 
I'll summarize it one more time, where to find these listings. Someone said the only place they know to look is Indeed. So I mentioned Indeed and LinkedIn. I mentioned DDS Match, Dentist Job Connect, ADA Practice Transitions. But then there's a lot of job boards. Like I'm telling you, there are tons of job boards. So Henry Shine and other reps might have one. Your local district dental society through like organized dentistry probably has one. Your state dental association definitely has one. And even my dental school, like University of Michigan, has a job board for dentist associates or people looking to sell their practices. So your dental school might as well. So that's where I recommend at least starting the process. Get yourself on all those pages. Make your profiles. Set up the notifications. If you're in your fourth year, it's not too early. Even if you don't want to commit to anything till spring, something might come up between now and then that you can kind of nail down and start forming that relationship with the practice now. And the sooner you get on the websites, the sooner you just see what's out there. So I really recommend getting your profile set up and putting on your filters for what opportunities you'd like them to send you as new listings come up. That's everything I have for this episode. It was kind of therapeutic to vent to you all. So thanks for listening. And if you have any questions or any comments or any advice, you know, I am all ears. Please send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you. And with all that said, I will talk to you next week where we will have another guest.